Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, and the topic is time to get angry. It's about time you got angry. Yes, that angry. Anger can be such a potent, frightening emotion. It can also be a feeling that guides us to important decisions. Sometimes decisions difficult to make. Yes, I think expressing anger sometimes to get and then getting to clarity, because I think a lot of times suppressing the anger leads to the word should, which leads to, you know, it feels like things from the false self. Back to the reading. It can also be a feeling that guides us to important decisions, sometimes decisions difficult to make. It can signal other people's problems, our problems, or simply problems we need to address. We deny our anger for a variety of reasons. We don't give ourselves permission to allow it to come into our awareness at first. Understand that it does not go away. It sits in layers under the surface, waiting waiting for us to become ready, safe, and strong enough to deal with it. What we may do instead of facing our anger and what it is telling us about self-care is feel hurt, victimized, trapped, guilty, and uncertain about how to take care of ourselves. We may withdraw, deny, make excuses, and hide our hands in the sand for a while. We may punish, get even, whine, and wonder. We may repeatedly forgive the other person for behaviors that hurt us. We may be afraid that someone will go away if we deal with our anger toward him or her. And I think that's that fear of abandonment. And I think someone will go, go, will potentially, like, I think being, being passive will make sure, will like prolong the process, whereas anger can kind of bring up finality, or at least that's the perception. Back to the reading. We may withdraw, deny, make excuses, and hide our heads in the sand for a while. We may punish, get even, whine, and wonder. We may repeatedly forgive the other person for behaviors that hurt us. We may be afraid that someone will go away if we deal with our anger toward him or her. We may be afraid we will need to go away if we deal with our anger. And I think that can be sometimes of the isolation. And it's very important for me to remind myself to do this through program fellows. We may simply be afraid of our anger and the potency of it. We may not know we have a right, even a responsibility to ourselves, to allow ourselves to feel and learn from our anger. God, help me help my hidden or repressed angry feelings to surface. Help me have the courage to face them. Help me understand how I need to take care of myself with the people I feel anger toward. And help me stop telling myself something is wrong with me when people victimize me. And I feel angry about the victimization. I can trust my feelings to signal problems that need my attention. And the final reading for today's episode comes from Melody Babies, The Language of Letting Go. And the topic, love in words and actions. Many of us have confused notions about what it means to be loved and cared about. Many of us were loved and cared for by people who had discrepancies between what they said and did. I think that's why sorry is not something that you know typically means something. We may have had a mother or father who said, I love you to us, and then abandoned or neglected us, giving us confused ideas about love. Thus, the pattern feels like love the only love we knew. You know, I think Alice Miller actually has this book called For Your Own Good. And, you know, I think sometimes if something's for your own good, we need to question it. Some of us have maybe cared for people who provided for our needs and said they loved us, but simultaneously abused or mistreated us. That then became our idea of love. Some of us may have lived in emotionally sterile environments where people said they loved us, but the feelings of nurturing were but no feelings of nurture were available. 
This may have become our idea of love. We may learn to love others or ourselves the way we have been loved, or we may let others love us in the way we have been loved, whether or not that feels good. Like, yeah, that anger, maybe not as much attention, and then sometimes looking for the smothering. Back to the reading. It's time to let our needs be met in ways that actually work. Unhealthy love may meet some surface needs, but not our need to be loved. We can come to expect congruency and behaviors from others. We can diminish the impact of words alone and insist that behaviors and words match. We can find courage when appropriate to confront discrepancies in words and actions. Not to shame, blame, or find fault, but to help us stay in touch with reality and work with our needs. We can give and receive love where behavior matches one's words. We deserve to receive and give the best that love has to offer. Today, I will be open to giving and receiving the healthiest love possible. I will watch for discrepancies between words and behaviors that confuse me and make me feel crazy. When that happens, I will understand that I'm not crazy. I am in the midst of a discrepancy. And I can see that how that shows up sometimes, you know, like as far as like looking for validation sometimes and just, you know, wanting to hear those words to confirm that there's love rather than judging by actions. And I think that's where the love languages for me personally are, you know, quality time and, you know, physical contact. You know, those are the things, um, I think it's physical contact. Those are the actions that I'm looking for, not necessarily the words. And that concludes today's reading for Recovering My Inner Child. Until next time, this is Kawant Saluja reminding myself to judge people by their actions and not their words. Thank you.